Alright, Mike's had enough. Alright. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> enough of that one. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was good. Alright, I went with a little fish. I haven't listened to fish in a long time. Oh, uh, see, dude, I hate fish. God, I hate fish. I knew you would not like the fish, uh. man. Yeah. Not a fan. I didn't even know that was fish. I literally just that that's a, man. They're just such a. That's not even music. That is. I was garbage. just talking. So before we went live, I was chatting with them, like laughing at some of the fish I was going through. I'm like, when's the last time you listened to fish? <laughs> I'm like listening through their catalog, and I can't remember why I liked them so much when I was a young guy. Yeah, no, they're terrible. Terrible. There's this I'm song. trying to think of one good song. I think there's one. I think I have one on my playlist. I officially have, you know, flipped the page and turn old, turned old here. I believe I I can't appreciate the fish for what they had to offer. I guess anymore. I don't know what happened, man. Farmhouse. There's a couple songs. It's okay. I struggled but... through and I landed on that one <sighs> at the last minute. I know. I'm a little bit God, of a terrible. rush today. Uh, you know, this week we got the Thanksgiving upon us. Pretty excited about that. Oh, I can't wait. Like man. Now it's out turning here. into an actual like big Thanksgiving. So man. the reason we had to jump early is because I now have to do thousands of dollars worth of shopping today and <laughs> tens of hours upon tens of hours of cleaning and pre- preparation. Uh, we about two weeks ago we we're gonna have Emma's sister come out for the Thanksgiving. We thought, okay. Three's company sounds good. This could be a good time. We can get one of those small birds. We didn't even think about getting like a turkey, right? We were talking about doing like a some sort of like pheasant or something, you know, some, some small bird that the three of us could uh, split up and you know put together a small meal and a little get together. And then of course we lucked out and we're blessed with the fact that Mike now is coming out to oh, Colorado. Yeah. He's flying out last minute. Turned into a party of four. Uh, huge fan. I think it's a lot more fun to have four there, easier to cook. And then we're thinking, all right, maybe we'll get one of those smaller turkeys or a half bird, something that we could all kind of get down on. And then all of a sudden now, uh, we're serving six adults, two children, and counting. <laughs> so It's so funny because, uh, yeah, you're like, yeah, Jack's coming. I, I thought immediately, like, that's hilarious. You just invite Jack and his family, and that just doubles the party. Literally like doubled, a, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> being a family, man, that's like a, you're a mob, you know? Well, now, so we have to get stuff all set up. We got to get the basement put together. I'm going to set up the TV down there, get the old Nintendo Switch dusted off for the little guys. They love the Nintendo Switch, you know, and have oh, that sure. ready to roll. Even the adults, man, you know, as an adult, I think uh, most people would be hard-pressed to walk away from a little Mario Kart. Action. I mean, come on. Mario Kart is a great time, no matter your age. Mario Kart and Mario Party. I don't think you're ever too old for some Mario Party. No, anything Mario, I think. You you know, you're at any age, you're at the right age. Uh, So that's what, you know, we got prepared for now, and we have to kind of uh, get ready over the next few days. So I'm pretty excited for that, though. You know, it was going to be a mild, laid-back Thanksgiving, but I'm happier now that we got the big crowd coming in. What is the holiday for? It's about getting together uh, and, you know, sharing and food and laughter and, you know, enjoying a little football action. We got football all day, right? It's going to be a good yeah. one. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. We're yeah, gonna... people who get together, people you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, it'll be a good that's time. Why... Absolutely. That's why I'm glad I'm covering because, uh, like, the, <laughs> you know, Nona's birthday was uh, on Friday. That's right. That's right. So then, like, Saturday, everybody comes over. But everybody that's here on Saturday, we're going to see them again on Thursday for Thanksgiving. It's like the same people, same seven people. You Good know? call. Yeah. Now you'll. And then um... a week after that, it's my birthday. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Old man over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting there. <laughs> Middle age. Midlife crisis. I need a Corvette. <laughs> well, uh, you know, speaking of getting old i was checking out bill maher on friday i didn't clip anything i didn't really know what to clip from it to be honest it wasn't that great but uh rob reiner our favorite dude to make fun of was on there and he brought out albert brooks who i thought died two years ago 
Never knew who he was. I still don't really know who he is. He's, yeah. he's a well-known or maybe not that well-known comedian from the 80s. He uh, was very popular. He was like a comedian's comedian. You know, one of those guys where the comedians respect him more than the audience does. Um, and Rob Reiner has a new movie out. It's a documentary about Albert Brooks's, you know, life and, you know, comedic rise or whatever. And I thought he was dead. I thought that's why he did the documentary. And yeah, then kind of... <laughs> he rolled out with Albert Brooks. And it was a very bizarre kind of scene. I actually paused it and Googled, didn't Al Brooks die? <laughs> I thought this guy died. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm alone on this one, but I'm chalking this one up to some sort of Mandela effect, CERN, you know, they cranked on the system, and now instead of Albert Brooks dying two years ago, he's actually alive and well. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why you would do the movie while he's alive. Right? That's a little, a little weird. But Rob Reiner's a little desperate, huh? I don't know, man. He's looking rough, dude. But he wasn't, dude. The funniest part about that whole show, Adam Kissinger. Hey, what's Kinsing, up with this guy? Kin, Kinsinger? Kin, How the fuck you say your name? Kinsinger? I don't know. I can, I can never tell these what days. Embarrassment. So <laughs> embarrassment to Illinois. I was going to say I had no idea he was a representative of Illinois. <laughs> I just thought Let's he was part of... <laughs> Must be from Boys Town. Yeah, man. I thought he was just part of the Jan 6th uh, committee, the TV show that ran for two seasons, 18 episodes. <laughs> I didn't think he was actually part of the government. Oh, yeah. He was a representative. Crazy, man. Uh, so is he still in? Is he still running the show in Illinois there? No, he lost. He got voted out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Everybody who was part of the Jan 6th, they got booted out of town. There's no Him town. and uh, the Dyke. Dyke Cheney, they yeah. both... Uh... They both lost their political career after that. Yeah, good. Good for them. That's what they deserve. Uh, Kissinger was really bizarre. He multiple times, to not much applause, said that he was rooting for Democrats to win all the elections. Yeah, did you see that? It was a little weird. And he had like that whole scripted thing about, like, yeah, I'm voting for Democrat because the, the Republicans are trying to overthrow democracy. Like, dude. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. It was a bizarre one, and I definitely fell asleep. Emma and I could not stop talking about Donna Brazil. <laughs> what about her? She never once said a single word or sentence of <laughs> substance. Emma, no. Emma was almost throwing objects at the TV screen. <laughs> I know, she couldn't, like... Complete a thought. No, Donna Brazil's whole thing is, I'm going to wear this bright-colored suit to match my bright-colored hair job, and then I'm gonna just going to do all these sassy mannerisms, like, come on, child. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> and, like, kind of flirt with Bill. Yes. Uh, it's so you know? She does the same shtick every time. And it was the first time I think Emma actually watched it, and she goes, like, is this lady for real? And I said, yes, this is for real, her whole shtick. Can you believe it? She was an elected official. She ran the DNC for a minute. <laughs> the literal head of the DNC. Uh-uh. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. Hey, Bill, sweetie, I see you there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, never actually saying you know, anything about the topics. It was crazy. So I, I actually just had to look this up because you know what I think is really weird about their interactions? She's kind of adopted that, like, matriarchal, uh, the, the, the black matriarchal, yes. like, strong woman. You know For what I mean? Sure. Kind of like the older, you know, just the older black lady who's, you know, in charge and smart, wiser, smart, you know what I mean? And Bill Maher still tries to be this young, you know, hip guy. She's younger than him. Oh, wow. That's really Isn't that weird. crazy? Yeah. She's, well, she just constantly throws in these <clears throat> phrases from, you know, southern black, you know, culture. And everyone just goes oh, She's like, trying to be that, like, old-timey. I know, you know, and the crowd is like, yeah, oh, yeah, down to Brazil, woo! You know, like, she, she just says anything, and they cheer it out. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any Emma sense. and I couldn't stop rewinding and replaying whatever the hell Donna Brazil was talking about. It was crazy. It, it was the, nothing. Adam Kissinger was just sitting there like a beaten stepchild. 
Did you see <laughs> the I whole feel sorry time for he was that like, guy, looking man. down? Yeah, he's then, pathetic. Oh, is it my turn to talk? Yeah, no, the, the Republicans are overthrowing democracy. Thank you for letting me talk. <laughs> Yo, what is going on with this guy? Well, they're really kind of, you know, losing this battle of themes and narrative. If you really take a look at what was floating around the interwebs over the weekend here, uh, the Speaker of the House, Johnson, he released the Jan 6th security footage. Did you have a chance to glance at any of this nonsense? <laughs> Dude, it's, it, it's not a good look. I think this is a bad one. I, I can't believe yeah. that... Did you, did you see <laughs> all the people flashing their badges? Yes, there's one specific Whoa. clip that I watched online. And I was describing it to Emma earlier this morning, how you see the officers arrest the alleged MAGA protester. They walk with him down a corridor. They turn a corner. They go in front of a metal detector. They uncuff the alleged supposed MAGA protester. (laughs) He fist bumps both security guards, and he goes back out into the crowd on the other side of the building. You do not get more staged than that. Oh, wait, you do. I lied, actually. I sent Michael this clip of a video shot that everyone saw of Nancy Pelosi with the mask on and Chuck Schumer, and they're on speakerphone with Mike Pence, and they're, you know, talking about how they're going to wait it out for another hour and see what they can do. And then you see another clip, and it's now Grassley. He's in between... Uh, Pelosi and Schumer and who's on the other line it's Mike Pence and he's saying the exact same line they're reading scripts they were filming a movie it was staged Jan 6th was a movie yeah oh it was absolutely a staged event and then they they did the Disney route they did the Disney route they wanted to milk some more money out of the cash cow right so they did a two season 18 episode television show the Jan (laughs) 6 trials starring Dyke Cheney and Kissinger it's craziness man Kissinger Kissinger such a gay name he has not earned my respect to say his name correctly (laughs) (laughs) I gave it to you (laughs) oh man it's just uh i i implore everyone go check it out it's all over the x formerly known as twitter uh yeah the the, not only the badges but then the the fact that they just let these people in guided them through it was never tried to stop anybody it was a fully guided tour absolute anarchy uh compared to whatever the hell went on in front of the dnc like three days ago with the Palestinian protesters? Mostly peaceful, Frank. Mostly peaceful. Never forget Chaz, <laughs> folks. Never forget Chaz. Um, either way, I have uh, the news reporting on the release of the Jan 6th footage. And if, if you follow the mainstream media, which we do, because here on The Dude Man, we are all about the headlines. So here That's it is, for. Jan 6th footage. Uh, they're losing their minds. As House Speaker Mike Johnson announced all security footage from the January 6th attack, more than 40,000 hours are going to be made available to the public. A House committee has already begun by posting 90 hours of video to a public website with that video already released to media outlets. However, some Democrats, they're blasting the move, citing security concerns. Want to bring in NBC's Julie Serkin following the story for us. From <laughs> Notice the how it's only one side that really doesn't want this video to get out. Yeah, the side that, that, that should tell you everything. The side who had Nancy Pelosi's daughter filming a movie for HBO Max. That's the side. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 we don't want you to see the behind the, the footage, the behind the scenes, man. You'll see it was a movie. You'll see yeah. it was a movie that we literally filmed for HBO Max. I, I can't get over that shit. What do we know about why Speaker Johnson decided to do this? 
Well, Yasmin, this was actually a promise made by Johnson's predecessor, ousted Speaker Kevin McCarthy. You'll remember last February he decided to release most of this footage to Fox News. Uh, that was met with some criticism, not only from uh, Democrats in Congress, but also from other media outlets, ours included, who thought it would be pertinent to receive uh, all of this footage if one outlet is having it and the others are not. Now you have Speaker Johnson, who dropped all of this footage, I would note, the Friday before Thanksgiving weekend. Clearly, this is a topic that Republicans, uh, many of them don't want back in the headlines for obvious reasons. Uh, but he released a statement saying that he did so because of transparency and truth. He continued saying uh, both of those things are critical. He said they'll be immediately posting all of this video. He also said, interestingly, that in the meantime, while all of the uh, 40,000 hours of footage are being uploaded, that a public viewing room uh, will be available starting Monday so that every member of the public can request by appointment to view this footage in the Capitol complex. What you have on your screen there is actually from the top Democrat on the panel tasked with safeguarding this footage, Joe Morelli. He's saying that it's uncomfortable conscionable that one of the Speaker Johnson's first official acts as steward of the institution is to endanger his colleagues, staff, visitors, and our country by allowing virtually unfettered access to sensitive capital security footage. Again, this is from all the cameras in this capital conflict. You can see the exits. It's dangerous to our country to let people see what actually happened on January 6th. Yes. Dangerous to our country. Are you all hearing the narrative here now? No, no, no. You must pay attention to the documentary on HBO Max. Don't pay attention to the unedited footage we have over here. <laughs> Does this all make yeah. sense? Is it is it clear <laughs> to you now? <laughs> watch, I didn't even think about that. Watch this footage with the dramatic music and the, the dramatic cuts and the montages. Frank, without Nancy Pelosi's daughter narrating the footage you're watching, you might get the wrong idea. Like it was a government stage event. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let you just watch the surveillance, Dave. <laughs> we need to form your opinion. We can't let you watch raw, unedited footage and form your own opinion on this. Come on, man. Uh, plus, you're too stupid to watch anything that's more than three hours that wasn't directed <laughs> by uh, the Avatar guy, whatever the fuck his name is. That's right. We need to have all these super cuts of the violence out front. Ray Epps definitely not instigating the violence out there. <laughs> you know, we'll cut back to Nancy Ray Pelosi. Who? And we all love the shot of Nancy Pelosi saying, I'm going to punch him right in the face, right? That was everybody's, oh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi, man. Oh, she's going to she's gonna punch Trump in the face. Oh, my God, remember they that? They played that over and over again. It was their favorite oh, moment of the, of the movie. Tough guy. She was so tough. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was good times, dude. It's scripted to the max. Again, I, I, I implore everyone to check out the scripted video of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer with and without Chuck Grassley reciting the exact <laughs> same lines, which with Pence reciting the same lines at the other end. Pence is a part of all of this shit, man. Or it was just a recording. Oh, good call. I, I like that. I think it was that. just a recording. Of wow. Ooh. So you're saying there wasn't even anyone on the phone. They're just holding a phone prop, and they just play the recording in the audio cut. Could have been a deep fake. Oh, that's right, man. Yeah. Hey, now. Nah, okay. I'm just kidding. Mike Pence is a traitor. Hang him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Uh, I just feel like the, you know, some... Someone pulled a thread here, and now it seems like the whole thing is unraveling. Well, you just uh, forget about the videos. Forget about everything. Just look at the one side who's saying, you guys are accusing uh, us of trying to overthrow the government, so release the footage. The other side is saying, no, we can't release the footage, because you guys definitely did try to overthrow the government. <laughs> like, well, it sounds like one side's trying to hide something. You know? Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. all you need to know. No, it's, it's really awesome uh, stuff. I, I love it, too, because all these clips are coming out on X, and it's just so funny. Man, that narrative is crumbling. And they're looking now at the footage where, um, the, where Ashley Babbitt got shot. Right, man. The, those were fucking Antifa guys dressed as MAGA supporters. Yes. Where she was. For sure. Oh, yeah, this was all Antifa and the three-letter alphabet agencies. It, I think the only people who were genuinely there 
they're in jail now. It's like a 1,200 people that were actually there that weren't feds. They're in prison. Look at Enrico Tario. Not even there, 22 years in prison. <laughs> Those that did their time are running for Congress. That's right, and we need more Chainsleys, Jacob Chainsleys or Chainsleys, uh, running for Congress. Uh, Right this ship a little bit. We got to get the Pelosi's out of there, man. Speaking of Pelosi... Too, too bad they changed the dress code. It would have been really great if Republicans were like, nah, fine, let uh, let that retard ogre wear whatever he wants. <laughs> Fetterman. And then, and then when the shaman wins, he gets to show up wearing the uniform he was wearing on Jan 6. Yes, <laughs> I love it. That would be hilarious. Well, this Jan 6 thing is a huge deal, and it unraveling, at least the narrative unraveling is very important when it comes to stuff like what just happened here in Colorado, the bullshit that that creature, Jenna Griswold, who's our Secretary of State here, tried to pull on our ballots. One of the most unconstitutional, undemocratic thing I've seen try to ha- uh, happen. Uh, I got just a quickie, but I just want to celebrate it a little bit here. News here at five. Former President Trump will appear on the Colorado ballot, a judge making that ruling today, two days after closing arguments earlier this week. Activists, you may remember, filed lawsuits arguing the 14th Amendment bars anyone who engaged in insurrection from serving in public office, and they say it should apply to Trump because of his actions on January 6th. Except now it's pretty obvious that the actions of January 6th were all staged by our government. So what is oh, he Nancy held responsible Pelosi. for? Yes, she. Actually, she, I agree with you guys. We should get rid of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Yes, absolutely. The whole thing was orchestrated by Nancy Pelosi. It's pretty fucking obvious at this point. It's crazy. Uh, and speaking of Pelosi, I'm just... The, I'm, worst part is, the worst part is you guys all staged it. AOC, you staged the event and you still couldn't get raped. I know, poor AOC. Her <laughs> sweet virgin honeypot, man. She, she's the kind of girl who goes to the bar and is like, I'm leaving my drink at the bar. <laughs> I'm going to be in the bathroom for a while. And then nobody spikes it. (laughs) She's always sitting next to Bill Cosby. Nothing. (laughs) That doesn't necessarily have to be Bill. Just an older black man in a turtleneck. (laughs) Anyone will do. Even Bill's not interested. Oh, man. So, I again, I think Jan 6, it's funny they've tried so hard over the last couple of years to make it the Trump insurrection, but the further we go down this path, the more information that comes out, the more video footage that we see, this was the Pelosi insurrection, man. Pelosi did the whole thing. In my book, her name is all over it, especially because she's the star of the documentary about it that her daughter directed. To be fair, Frank, the Democrats had to stage a right-wing coup so that they could use it as evidence to, to get the right-wing candidate off the ballot. Frank, 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 it's all to save democracy. Don't you understand? One, one, one man, one vote, Frank. That's what we're trying to save. You are correct, sir, and it's definitely not fascist. There's nothing fascist <laughs> about what's going on no, here. Oh, we're anti-fascist. <laughs> I don't think you're kidding. I don't think you understand what I'm saying here. We're anti-fascist. That's why we need to stage a coup to get their candidate off the ballot. That's right. <sighs> exactly. Also, then you need to stage some fella breaking into Nancy Pelosi's house so he can hammer away at Paul Pelosi in his underwear. <laughs> no, that wasn't stage. He's actually a f- uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you do about that. <laughs> so, uh, Paul Pelosi, we talked about it. DePappy, the guy uh, convicted, he's going to prison for probably a long time. You know, oh, he's I, going with, he's getting a Tario sentence for sure. He's going to be right next to Tario. And so, Trump, I don't do a lot of Trump on this show, but. 
I have Morning Joe talking about Trump, talking about Paul Pelosi, and I thought you would really uh, enjoy this. You know, we had no terror during my administration. The only terror we had was Nancy Pelosi, who's a crazed <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> She's a lunatic. She is a crazed lunatic. What the hell was going on with her husband? Let's not ask. Let's not ask. I'll withdraw that statement. By the way, she's got a wall around her house. Obviously, in that case, it didn't work very well. Yeah, laugh about. Uh... <laughs> I got this guy. He's so funny, man. I can't. <laughs> Come yeah, on, it kills man. Me. Yeah, it's it's sharp, dude. It's good stuff. But anyways, he's uh so now Morning Ugh. Joe, Joe Scarborough, he's got a nice little panel around him. Jen Pasaki Atumi is there. They're gonna take this very seriously, and Joe is gonna tell you all about fascism. Eighty how old? Two? Yeah. I think eighty-two. Eighty-two year old man almost being beaten to death by a hammer and his skull. Laugh about that, Donald. You may just leave it there. We're not gonna leave it there. Uh, you're a hateful, Wait, 82. Hateful man. Why are you bringing up 82? 82 because it's old and feeble? Because that's how old your fucking head is. <laughs> no, dude. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, oh, now 82? Oh, he's an 82-year-old man. What about the 82-year-old man that's running for president? Joe Biden's birthday next week, actually. Oof, Turning 81. He will be officially the oldest man to run for president, I believe. He already is. Well, I don't think he was the oldest to run in the last one. He's the oldest to sit in the office. Yes, he's the oldest to sit, but he's technically running in 2024, and I think he will officially be the oldest to ever run for president. Are you sure? I think so. I could be wrong. Uh, Maybe he already was in the last one. But the I la- think he was, man. He was 78, right, in the last uh, election? I don't think he was the oldest to run. I feel like, wasn't... um. No, he was the oldest. Oh, really? Because how old was Reagan for that second term? Uh, probably, I don't know. probably around late seventies. I gotta guess, right? Dude, he was the oldest ever elected at seventy-seven. And how did that and work out for everybody? And then, he, <laughs> and, and then, because of his birthday, he was elected at seventy-seven, sworn in at seventy-eight. Wow. Yeah. That so just he's... sounds so wrong and so old, man. It's crazy. I know. Everything about that is horrible. <laughs> and we want to repeat it? They're going to run this guy again? Are you people nuts? I can't believe this stuff, man. That's old. Yeah, that's really old. 80, like anybody 80, they're like monitoring you on a daily basis to take your driver's license away. So, wow, dude. So Joe Biden was elected at 77. Before him, the oldest president was Ronald Reagan, who ended his tenure at 77. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. man. Come on. So, we... <laughs> Jesus. 77, Reagan was done. And that's when Joe Biden, Joe Biden didn't even start till 78. Which is crazy, too, because in his term, they've lowered the life expectancy to 76. <laughs> That's how shitty his presidency has been. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible, uh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Man, we got to get the age limit going here. This has gone too far, man. Come on. Feinstein, Pelosi, Biden. These crypt keepers are just too old, dude. Uh, yeah, go ahead with this uh, morning, oh, yeah. Joe, fascism. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to describe... Not the fascism going on in Colorado, right? Uh, Trying to strip someone off the ballot because we don't like his policies or the fact that he has an R in front of his name. Uh, No, no. The guy making fun of Paul Pelosi with the Hammer Time underwear session, uh, that's the fascist. Uh, How about about that guy in California where the robbers tried to break into his, like, tried to follow him into his house so he opened fire on them? Did you see that? And I think he's going to go to jail. They stripped him, they stripped him of all his gun permits. And I can't carry conceal anymore. Dude, we, we just talked about the hero in Houston, right? Yeah. Saving the cops, and you're in Houston, and you got these gun battles going on on the highway. And then here we are in California, 
and a man is just trying to protect his property, and he's using a gun. No, we're going to take away all his weapons, and this guy will be sitting next to Daniel Penny. I promise you. Oh, he's going away. Yeah, he's going away. Because he's defending his property. I mean, oh, he's a white man. Get out of these liberal places as fast as you can. Otherwise, you are the criminal. If you pay your taxes and you work nine to five uh, and you pay and you're just an upright citizen, you have a higher chance of doing life behind bars than the actual average everyday criminal out there. Yeah. No, that you're not even allowed to protect yourself anymore. This is nuts, That's man. That's such a scary thought. Yes, dude. We have the issue here in Colorado. I saw two recent headlines where a guy who was arrested for either physically, you know, physically hurting somebody or even committing murder uh, was released and then committed murder. Shocking, right? <laughs> Completely shocking. Yeah. Killer's going to kill, you know? Oh, my God. Um, this, is, this is fascism. It's just pure fascism. It's using violent rhetoric, you know, whether you're talking about storming, uh, the Capitol, mm -hmm. whether you want to go back all the way to 2016 and say, you know what, you, you, you beat up people that are against me and I'll pay your defense fine. Uh, whether you're talking about all the things he's talking about, but here again, mocking and ridiculing Nancy Pelosi's husband uh, and saying that Nancy Pelosi is a crazed lunatic. Again, this is how <laughs> twisted things are. Mm -hmm. You know, some would say the lunatic is the guy that says Jesus is coming to destroy America uh, a couple weeks before he becomes Speaker of the House uh, and, and says that he lives by what Jesus says, the Bible says, when he runs the big lie. Whoa. Jeez, man. So he's calling Trump a fascist, and I think he's— is he linking the religious guy to fascism also here? I don't understand what his connection he, he's is. He's talking about Mike Johnson. Oh, I know what he's talking about. And uh, I, I like can't believe that he's he he's putting Trump being a fascist dictator on the same pedestal as Mike Johnson being a believer in Christ. I had it the other way where he was saying that the he was just calling him a crazy lunatic. Yes. Right. Is the guy is the guy who believes in Jesus. Because he's a lunatic because he believes in Jesus. Is that what we're uh, getting here? That's where we're at? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'd like to know who know. Um, Morning Joe Scarborough believes in, uh, especially who was he praying to after that secretary of his mysteriously hit her head on his desk in his office in Florida and died. <laughs> I wonder who he prayed to when that occurred, right? Never forget Joe Scarborough. Yeah. Wow, that's a good call, man. All the wow. all that shit you're talking about, Mike Johnson and uh Trump. Neither one of them killed the secretary. <laughs> that's right. That we know of. Says that he that lives by what Jesus says, the Bible says, when he runs the big lie. And that's how he gets to power. Uh but again, the hatefulness and the people again, the question is, who are the people cheering when Donald Trump is joking? about an 82-year-old man almost being killed by an attacker who actually, like, was spitting yeah, out. They're cheering at the fact that the story's a joke. You guys won't tell us what actually happened, probably because it's pretty embarrassing for the Pelosi's. Yes, and let's hear how Mr. Joe Scarborough is going to spin what we know about Mr. DePappy. Killed by an attacker who actually, like was spitting out some of Donald Trump's MAGA extremism. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, in that commune in Berkeley? That's right. A lot of, a lot of MAGA rhetoric. The homosexual commune guy, um, <laughs> he was spewing MAGA extremism. A, turned out he was a flaming MAGA sexual. You didn't know. <laughs> didn't know. It's all projection with these people on the left, man. It's really wild stuff. You can't convince me that Trump is a fascist. I'm sorry. You can't convince me Dupampi was MAGA. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Nobody in Berkeley is MAGA. No. An extreme MAGA guy went after Nancy Pelosi. You could say the guy was crazy. I'll buy that. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably on a lot of drugs. I would even Maybe. throw in some SSRIs into the mix here. Guaranteed. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, he was a Canadian. They don't seem very mega extremist. 
Well, I was going to say Canadians, not that stable. So I could see how, you know, you got this nut job Canadian in there. That's <laughs> right, Canada. That's right. <laughs> it's not us talking. Even your government said it. That's why they took away your guns. You know, talk to Trudeau. You guys are so unstable, you had to elect a Cuban. Oh, that's right. Justin Trudeau. Castro, yeah. I mean. Justin Castro. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, dude. Fascism. I love how they keep bringing it up and they keep trying to put it on Trump. And the mega crowd, the fascist. Well, and we just had here in Colorado, which I was quite obsessed with, that, you know, an attempt to take a person off the ballot simply because we don't like him. I know. Trump is literally trying to get nobody off the ballot. Right. There's not one, there's not one person. You know, he wants the challenge. He yes. wants more people on the ballot, if anything. Yeah, man. Pretty weird stuff. Uh, people have lost their minds. Trump derangement syndrome, I guess. Or what I've been kind of thinking about, and we've tossed it around a bit. Trump, MAGA, the truest third party of the modern era that the establishment is just unwilling to admit to. You know, you have your hardline Republicans, you have your extreme Democrats, liberals, and then you have your MAGA crowd. Yeah. And that's, the MAGA, no matter how much they want to paint MAGA as this extremist group, it's a lot of centrists, man. It's a lot of people in the middle. It's a lot of minorities and women. You know, it, it's like a, it's a melting pot of America. People that are just sick of the Clintons and the Bushes running the show all the time. A lot of extremists, too. You know, don't try to sugarcoat it completely. But yeah, you know. Well, you know, I mean, anyone who's got a hat for their favorite political party leader, it's a little extreme. But still, 80 million. Hard to lump all of them into one basket, you know? I, I, think the biggest, I think the biggest problem they have with why people vote for Trump is all 80 million had 80 million different reasons. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You know? Well, for many of us, I think 2020, the red pill moment, the shutdowns, the, the lockdowns, the masking, the COVID stuff, but also the, hey, uh, you can't protest what we're doing with lockdowns, but if you're black, uh, you could just burn down the city uh, as long as, you know, freely. No problems here, right? We're not going to yeah. just turn a blind eye. And so I, I really see it as the BLM, the CRT, the shutdowns, and then what was the icing on the cake for a lot of people? Oh, the kids, finally, you let them back into school, except now we got this dude who's dressed like a clown. He's going to read your kid in a dress, okay? Just don't think clown? anything about it. Clown? Frank, he's dressed like a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> dude, all of, these, all of these drag queens are Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Oh, I know. No, no. And that was a punchline. Her makeup was a punchline, man. But now all of these <laughs> men dressing as chicks have embraced this clown makeup thing. It's insane. Did you see that thing going around? There's like uh, two countries now in the Miss Universe pageant. Two of them are men. Yeah, so um, I did see one of them. I can't remember the country. I believe Miss Venezuela won, who was an yeah. actual woman. No penis tucked in that uh, butt there. Uh, but... Uh, there was one fella, a Tucker, he um, placed in the top 20, I believe. Crazy. Miss Universe. Crazy. We're going to probably have a Miss Universe trainee win at some point, right? Oh, for sure. They have to. What's up? Who's doing the Miss America? Is that still a thing? Do they do that? I don't know. Trump, yeah, Trump's not part of it, right? Yeah, but Trump did it for like 20 years, man. <laughs> it was awesome, right? I think. I don't know. I never followed it. Like, who the fuck cares about the Miss America pageants? Uh, back when none of them had dicks. I know. You know Trump the... really kept it old school. You know? <laughs> He's an old school man. He likes cigars, Manhattans, and chicks with no dicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A gentleman's man, right? <laughs> I don't always have sex with women, but when I do, I prefer him to not have a penis.
it sounds like we're not the only fellas out there who are embracing the Trump uh, wave taking over our country these days. Did you watch Michael Rapaport lose his freaking mind on Friday <laughs> afternoon? What happened to this guy? What oh my god, did a did a drag queen try to read his kid some book or something, man? Like something freaking happened to this dude. <laughs> look like a look like a drag queen stole his birthday cake, man, because this guy is crying as he's accepting the fact that he might vote for Donald Trump. It is a he's bawling tears and saying, Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> it's really weird. Like, almost like that Christian dude in uh, the Tom Hanks movie where he's, like, whipping himself, you know, and, like, praying to God and just, like, sadomasochism or whatever, you know, like, to himself. You know what I'm talking about? You remember that? Tom Hanks movie? No. Oh, yeah. Tom Hanks has been some freaky-deaky films, man. <laughs> Who you're talking about? I'm talking about uh, the one, the Dan Brown book, where he proves that Jesus, like, uh, something about Jesus. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, there's, like, uh, one guy who's trying to stop Tom Hanks in it, and he, he's, like, alone in his stone apartment, like, whipping himself on the back, like, praying to God. What was the name of that movie? It's weird. I Angels read Angels and Demons. No, he, it that was, was the sequel. Yeah, that's right. It was the the first. Oh, Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. Yeah, that was incredible. Everybody read the Da Vinci Code and then became an expert on Christianity and Da Vinci at the same time. <laughs> I know. Everybody you met, total expert on Da Vinci and Christianity. They know it all, man. We figured it all out. We decoded it. Dan Brown decoded it, man. We're so stupid. I know. We're so stupid. <laughs> everybody, I just very, I remember everybody had the book. Everybody's mom read it. They read that and then The Secret because Oprah Winfrey uh, promoted the book The Secret. I don't remember The Secret. Oh, every suburban mom bought the book The Secret. And, and what it, was The Secret? It was some bullshit about manifestation, you know, and like, you know, uh... like. It's the same stuff. You know, you you repeat it enough and it, it comes true. It's the secret, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can just tell the cover. I remember mom had that book. Every mom Every had that book, had that dude. Book. And so they could wish themselves out of their <laughs> suburban mom lifestyle. <laughs> the secret covers the law of attraction. It states that the power of positive thinking can help you do anything. You that swept the nation, man. Because Oprah had the guy on his show, on her show, and I think it, you know, the guy was a fraud or something happened with the person who wrote that book. Like, think about remember. how long like mankind has existed, even just civilization as we know it. You know, give it a couple thousand years. Oh yeah. I mean, how many versions of the secret for eighteen twenty five Amazon dot com? You can change your life around for twenty bucks Amazon dot com. Like, that's gone on for thousands of years. When do people stop falling for it? I mean, they've been praying to and doing manifestation in prayer for, for ages, man. It's not some new secret that Oprah figured out, and that's how she became Oprah. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. As people see that, and they're like, oh, I'm going to become Oprah someday. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh. Uh, but yeah, th that book swept the nation, and what's crazy is we're talking about a time when books still swept the nation. Now it's just TikTok dance moves. Oh, so funny, yeah. You oh, don't, we don't even know what a book is. What's the last book that everybody went out and bought? See? That's it. It's probably <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yes, probably, <laughs> man. Exactly, dude. Uh, so it was The Secret, and before that, I think that all the moms bought The Secret, and within the same year, all the dads had Dan Brown's uh, Da Vinci Code. That's kind of what took place that year, I feel, as if uh, they were kind of almost in the same time frame. I read another Dan Brown book. I think it was Digital Fortress. I don't know. Dan, uh, everybody was into Dan Brown. Yeah, Digital Fortress. Wow. That what was, was what it was. What Dude, was... it was a great fucking movie. Uh, great book, I mean. I always thought they should have made that into a movie over the fucking Da Vinci Code. Well, no, but, Hollywood loves to trash Christianity, so they had an opportunity to just destroy the myth, you know, mythos of 
Jesus, right? Let's do it. And we'll get Tom Hanks, that pedophile, to star in it. Yeah. <laughs> Suck at Christians. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Any 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 chest of shit on the Christians. Oh, uh, well, I want to play it. I have Rappaport's rant. Do you want to hear it? Are you interested oh, I can't at all? Wait. It's is, really fantastic. What... I mean, he he kind of nails how all of us on the right feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of us who voted for Trump in 2020. Yes! This is why. This is like how I felt, you know? We were screaming at people voting blue no matter who in 2020 saying, you don't understand, this man is going to destroy our economy and usher in World War III. How's everything looking right now, folks? Just take a look around. <laughs> and I know they call themselves anti-fascist, but stay with me here. Stay with me here. What if they did that to trick you? <laughs> That's why I go to gay bars and say I'm a lesbian to all the women. That's right. <laughs> I got a surprise for you down below. <laughs> no, trust me. I got my Subaru parked out back. <laughs> I keep my keys in my fanny pack. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right. So here's Michael Rappaport red-pilled, waking up to reality for the first time in four years. Refreshing and shocking. I hope this spreads to a lot of other people. There's been other things, too. There's other times where I'm sure, like, ah. He's also clearly high on cocaine or something in this clip. Something. <laughs> yeah, he is fucked up, dude. There's <laughs> been other things, too. There's other times where I'm sure, like, ah. Don't hey, Michael, you're supposed to swallow the red pill, not snort it. There's been other things too. There's other times where I'm sure, like, I don't, for Dick Stain Donald Trump, who I had conversations with, I might vote for that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I'll break the fucking, oh, yeah, I'll break your hearts. Let me tell you something. Things don't get straightened up in this fucking world ASAP. And I know Smoking Joe has said the right thing about Israel. But when I'm seeing motherfuckers in New York City climb, in public, in front of crowds of people, rip down UN flags, rip down Israeli flags, rip down American flags on Veterans Day. When the economy is the way the economy is, when I'm paying fucking mortgage rates up the wonk up, I mean, I'm getting, forget a, forget a colonoscopy. <laughs> you don't need to get a colonoscopy. Go, uh, go buy a house. <laughs> the interest rates, go buy a car. And I know Smoking Joe has done some things for the, I know, but I'm telling you right now, go, go buy yourself, a, go, go check, go check what it's like to buy a car, buy a house, the money, the fucking chaos in this country, the chaos around the world, but I'm too far down the Kringle Man Dingo, I'm too far down the disruptive warrior rabbit hole to pull back. Now, the comments have been made, I said. I've had conversations with some of my Man. If it comes down to pig dick He's losing it, dude. And he's like almost admitting that he's talked to people in Hollywood. He just said it. I've had conversations with and he just stops. He everybody is has had enough. I think with yeah. all of it, man. The wokeism, the the fact that there's no white men allowed on commercials anymore. Uh you know what I mean? Like everything has just boiled over to a maximum. Did you see that clip with uh, The Rock and uh, Joe Rogan? Actually, I listened to the podcast. Not a bad listen. I'm, I'm going to check it out when I have a chance. I spent the weekend listening to Dan Aykroyd on Adam Carolla. That was such a good one. Man, that's old, warm. but that's such a good one. I think it was this week. It was from a few days ago. It warmed my heart, dude. It was a really wonderful interview. He's a great guy. Dan Aykroyd is a wonderful man. Yes, he is, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't think any of the Ghostbusters are bad men. You know what I mean? Like, I, I agree. Be a Ghostbuster, be a bad guy. Yeah, you got to be. A, you have to have a good soul there. Uh, and so, what was The Rock up to on Joe Rogan? Oh, it was really funny because uh, he was. They were talking about how you know it used to be it, you could still be friends with people who voted for the other party. That's right. And The Rock just goes, "It's like, listen, I have friends who support Trump, and I have friends who support Joe Biden." And Joe Rogan stops him. He's like, you have friends that support Joe Biden, and they both laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally goes, "That's a good check." 
That's a good check. Good correction. I have friends <laughs> who support the Democratic Party. How could you support so, Joe Biden's administration, which is totally geared towards taking away your money if you're wealthy? Take away your money, take away your guns, sit there, have nothing, be happy, and wait for the, wait for the terrorists to come over the border. Yes, man. Attack. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I got to check out The Rock on Joe Rogan. And The Rock is funny. He has to be careful what he says because he is a shill for the Democratic Party. But it's pretty obvious that he probably votes Republican. You know? I did like his in- I did like his insight because they he even admitted that they called him last year to ask if he wanted to run. That's really wild, man. And he was like, you know, he actually, dude, we joke about it. That's Camacho. Yes, you know, that's President Camacho. And he even admitted, like, it kind of shows where we are. Where he's like, I would like to believe that I'm a great leader, but really, it just says more about where we are as a country. Yes. Like, yeah, you're right, dude. Thank you for noticing that. Wow. You know? And actually, it makes you want him to be president because we should have a president that actually understands he's not good enough for this role. Nobody is. You know, nobody has the answers to solve the climate change. And, you know, and we need people to actually go up there and be honest about what their capabilities are as a leader. Oh, I've said it you before know? and I'll say it again. We should be dragging people, kicking and screaming to serve as president. <laughs> yes, they should be begging yes. you not to make them run for president. I <laughs> yes. can't buy your way out of this one. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Your time is up. You must serve. Right? Four years. You Four years. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> you know? Uh, yes, it should be a service. You, people should be forced to serve as president knowing they will get no financial personal gain out of it. Yeah, you shouldn't just walk away from that office knowing, oh, the millions are going to start rolling in. <laughs> That's right. I hit the jackpot, baby. Now <laughs> I run the world. <laughs> it's supposed to be yeah. the opposite. It's supposed to be this like service that you must do because you, you're being forced to because you were the only man that could do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Obama spent like the whole like second half of his second term just shopping for homes on Martha's Vineyard. And then, um, you know, surfing with his chef. Right? Ooh, Paddleboarding. Yeah. Too soon? All right. I don't know. <laughs> we had a few more seconds on Rappaport losing his mind, dude. Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden? I'm sorry. I am sorry. Voting for pig dick Donald Trump is on the table. I'm sorry. I'm fucking so- I'll still call him slob dick Donald Trump, pig dick Donald Trump, and all that. But we need to get this whole fucking situation under control. All right, man. Michael Rappaport. I'm, I'm glad you're voted for the guy, Michael, but we seem to be a little obsessed with his penis. He, um, he does really focus in on his penis there. It's kind of weird, I, right? I totally forgot about that. Do you remember where the pig dick thing comes from? So, no, I don't. And I thought maybe like this was just his personal nickname for him, or was, you know, uh, was this like a common you know, phrase that people were uttering out there along with, like, the big lie that took me two years to figure out and then Dark Brandon, which I still have yet to figure out? So I forgot all about this until I saw this Michael Rappaport thing, but you don't remember... You remember back in the day, Stormy Daniels did yes. a whole media tour of the Jimmies. Yes. All the late-night shows. That's right, the Carrots. I remember Jimmy, no, one of the Jimmies brought one the of them, they made, like, little clay mushrooms. <laughs> oh, God. Remember? I don't. That's so funny. And she had to pick which one was most like Donald Trump's. And she obviously picked like the goofiest looking For small sure. One. Yeah, man. And then the whole joke she made was that he had it looked like a pigtail. Like it was curly and thin Okay, and I weird. didn't all right. I never caught on to that one. Wow. Yeah, so that's where he's pig dick. Uh, I get Donald it. Trump. It's funny, it does not resonate, I think, for most men. Because either you're a dude with, a, you know, a donkey dong and you can just, you know, establish your way throughout the community, you know, with the confidence knowing you're packing the heat, or you're Donald Trump and you're a millionaire or a billionaire and you're just banging models and you don't care what kind of dong you're hanging there between the legs because you got the money to back it up. 
Yeah, they don't understand the insult of the dick. Like, if I had a goofy dick, it's embarrassing because I'm never going to get laid. Exactly. Right? But if I had a goofy dick that I've been fucking supermodels. <laughs> if porn stars and supermodels and Playboy bunnies are talking about your dick, everyone's more impressed that you're banging those chicks. They don't care what your dick looks like, man. There's no joke there. The joke is on the Jimmies who probably have never banged a Playboy bunny. That's the joke, man. Stephen Colbert, I doubt you've ever had sex with anyone remotely that hot. So, you know, joke's on you, bro. Great call. You spent more time talking about Donald Trump's sex life than you've probably spent on your own sex life. (laughs) At least there's a handful of really hot women out there who know what the guy's dick looks like. Great call. Yeah. And that's for Donald Trump. What does he care? All right. Like he's Think yeah. about how many magnificent dicks out there go unnoticed. It's that old haiku, you know? <laughs> Would you rather be the tallest leaves, a tallest tree in an empty woods or, you know? Wow. Right. Or um, the tallest tree in a forest with no tree cutters. Right. Or, uh, <laughs> No woods woman, if you What's will. What's the point of being the tallest tree in the forest? There's nobody to climb that tree. Wow, exactly. Yeah. There's no hippies to live in there, right? Uh, that's... <laughs> I think I got it. Where's, where's Greta Thunberg? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I just, I yeah, think that's so... hilarious. What a funny thing to focus on, but it doesn't really, again, it doesn't work because men are just more impressed that Donald Trump was banging all these babes throughout the last, like, 40 years, man. Yeah, you guys really don't understand men. Probably because there's no real men on the Democrats. (laughs) 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 You got guys like Adam Kinzinger who are like, oh, no, this will really hurt him. Make fun of his penis. They made fun of my penis in eighth grade. I never forgot it. (laughs) That's why he wears suits that he's hulking out of through the forearm section. (laughs) Did you see that? Can somebody get Kitzinger a suit that fits him, man? <laughs> what is this guy doing? What's with dudes on the left and shirts that don't fit right, man? I know. I know. Come on, folks. Yo. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. I get it. You, you lift weights. Cool. You look very strong, okay? I understand. But you also look like a guy that if you were to reach forward to grab something out of the grocery aisle, you're going to rip through your sleeves, man. <laughs> You also look like a beaten dog next to Donna Brazil, so I know. Like a weird. That was a weird suit, man. It was we, so tight. We would not stop talking about the suit. Like we'd take a few breaths to refrain from ripping on Donna Brazil's like shock pink, right? She's like, <laughs> "I'm hot pink, baby." No, no, you didn't. Like, like last week, you had Ted Cruz and Jordan Peterson. I know. You know? That's, oh my God, you're, you're like, psycho. <laughs> think about the sophistication, the class that was on that show that week. You yeah, he, he had to raise the bar to lower it once again. I did kind of catch, though, he is very specifically doing like one week, he'll roll to the left, and then he'll kind of lean to the right the next week. And, and bounces back and forth, and which is funny if you focus it that way, he brings on a person from the opposite side, but they're really on that side. So case in point, Kinzinger, not actually in office, has the R in front of his name, but literally spent the l- half hour there talking about how he's voting for Democrats. Yeah, no matter who, because Republicans are overthrowing democracy. So, all right, you brought this guy who's called, quote-unquote, a Republican, but he's clearly a Democrat. He just hasn't officially switched sides yet. Yeah. Oh, what an embarrassment. <laughs> I know. Illinois, you should really be uh, feel ashamed of Hang yourself. Hang on, shame, dude. <laughs> well, when he first started talking, I thought in my head, like, where's this guy from? It's either New York, Illinois, or Colorado, and either way, I'm embarrassed. I know, like, it's, gonna be, <laughs> it's just going to be very hurtful and shameful and embarrassing, no matter which way I roll the dice on this one. We call that the bitch belt. Yeah, there's the rust belt. <laughs> We got this bitch belt that's just nothing but bitchy men. <laughs> I I think he served. I wasn't he in Iraq or something like that? Yeah, he was a pilot. Yeah, all right. It doesn't really matter anymore. It's just once you drink the Kool-Aid, uh, you get all those chemicals in, inside of you and you're just like the frogs. 
right? <laughs> where are my Alex Jones fans at out there? Come on, man. I don't know where he lived, but that river's turning people gay. <laughs> <laughs>